0: Hello, Montana.
1: Where will Andy Dalton land? The chick who doesn't know sports. And how about brand new grizzly defensive end, Bo Braden. It is Tell New 1 is 1029 ESPN Radio. Outstanding to be with you on this Friday afternoon. Hope you are having a fantastic day. Thanks for spending some time with us on your radios or perhaps on your worldwide web. 1029ESPN.com is where you go. You can listen live all the time on the stream. The stream is available thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you want to pick up your phone and call us, you can do that as well. 361-3688. The phone number, 361-3688 that phone number all guests join us via the rankage brothers rv phone line let's take a look at what we have in the show today for you on a Friday afternoon, uh, we spent a fair amount of time talking about the Saints and Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill and so forth and so on, but we did not get too much into Andy Dalton and even Cam Newton yesterday in terms of the free agency when it comes to quarterbacks. And also, how about this list of guys that are still unsigned? Jason Peters, Jadavion Clowney, Everson Griffin, Mike Daniels, Eric reed all of those guys looking for places to go. So now that the draft is over, where will they land? Where should they land? We'll... We'll talk about that. Also, the chick who doesn't know sports, it's a Friday tradition around here. We'll bring Carolyn in. She'll help us out. Or maybe she won't help us out, as the case may be. But we will have some fun nonetheless. Also, happy to have uh, a representative, Daryl from Mattress Firm, going to join us. The Mattress Firm Student of the Week. We've been doing that all uh, uh, season, school year long. It is now time to vote. You get to vote for the Mattress Firm Student of the Year. How about that? So he's going to come on, talk to us about uh, where to vote, how to vote, and and, uh, and the year that has been when it comes to these students that we've been uh, fortunate to talk to throughout the course of uh, this past eight or nine months. We also, top of the hour, going to talk about the NBA a little bit. Coulter was out the day that we did some uh, playoff talks, so he is, uh, well... He's not willing to miss out on uh, on on NBA talk. Let's put it like that. Also, Bo Braden. How about that? 5.30 Bo Braden. He is a new defensive end for the Montana Grizzlies. He's a transfer from Washington State. Was a walk-on uh, from Washington State. So he's going to join us as well in the next hour. So there you go. That is your Friday show. Excited to do it. Nice day out there in Western Montana. Hope you are having a great day. Speaking of. Having a great day. There's one way to have a great day, and that is to get yourself a little bit of coffee from the Florence Coffee Company on a Friday afternoon. I myself have an iced latte uh, from uh, uh, Florence with a little bit of, uh, of uh, vanilla flavor. I like the vanilla in there a little bit. Also, Tommy, I know you got back there with a hot americano. Is it even still, uh, you know, there or is it just gone?
0: Man, it was here and then it was gone, and now I am happy.
1: Well, that that's the way it works. It brings you up a little bit, Coulter. What did you get?
0: Triple shot ice americano. Okay, congratulations. Nice choice, Coulter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you on the iced coffee here soon. Really? Well, because I'm just worried about your taste buds, because you, <laughs> like me, like to just hammer time these things. I'm glad it's, that exce- all it's the acceptable, worries. but it's just a lot easier on the inner palate as well as the tongue. If it's not scalding hot, all I'm saying is, of all the things for you to worry about, I am conflicted on my feelings about you considering my taste buds in your day-to-day life. What do you mean? I know you well enough to know that one of, if not the greatest joys in your life, is eating. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> I worry about I your taste a, buds. A,
0: a living human being, uh, Tommy. Culty. We got three. Cold we got tea. we got three guys right here that uh, no one would ever say has missed many meals. That's right. You are absolutely the most epic eater of the three ESPN amigos. <laughs> you should have seen the French fries we got today from Five Guys. I, I can't even imagine. Oh, amazing. Uh, for yeah. those who haven't been loyal listeners, I once watched Tommy eat what amounted to the Eiffel Tower of Chicken and Waffles at a place in Vegas. There's a pic. You should tweet. tweak the picture. I, I probably do somewhere so in my phone. Out. I mean... This, this thing costs like thirty plus dollars. <laughs> there, there's, there's like six pieces of chicken thighs here Tommy's and, when he's and like six them. waffles. I, I, it was the amount of salt and sugar and carbs and goodness. I mean mm. the, the, even a stout man like myself, that's a nap time for a week after <laughs> you eat that. This guy ate the whole thing. And then was Ray Roll. Let's yes. go gambling.
1: Went right back to the machines. That's right. The old one-armed bandits. Well, good for you, Tommy. Thank you. On the upside, you got yourself an Americano from the Florence Coffee Company. Mm-hmm. It's our Friday afternoon Florence Coffee Company coffee break. We appreciate them very much for setting us up. Set yourself up. It's the weekend, people. Stay up late tonight. Hey, you can even you can even have somebody over, let them sit on a couch across from you. You know, that, how nice would that be? You know? Less than 10, that's what we're doing here. Six feet still, all that kind of stuff. Oh, but man. What a deal. And you can, uh, you know, stay up late talking about the world and then sleep in tomorrow. So get yourself some coffee from the Florence Coffee Company and get the weekend started right.
0: The nice young lady that uh, made our coffees for us. Yes. Uh, her father's a big fan, which that was nice. Shout uh, out. But also, um, she was very, very concerned with the Green Bay Packers. We, I know We gonna, all are. I know we're going to talk NFL quarterbacks, but I thought that was interesting that, uh, you know, she. I think her – her edited words were, "I can't believe how big of a diva Aaron Rodgers is."
1: Uh, you know, there's there's the salt in the wound thing and all that kind of deal. Or you trip and you fall and somebody comes over to help you up and extends a hand and then they pull the hand back and then kick you. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, I would like to, as a proud uh, you know ESPN radio personality, just just spew sheer hatred at fox sports for a moment if i could because they have the audacity to replay the 2015 nfc championship football game in seattle seahawks packers packers up 19 to 7 with under five in fact under four minutes to go in that football game and still found a way to lose and i could not look away and it was just the heart was just being ripped out yet again i do appreciate all the uh, entities replaying some of these great games I watched Ohio State Michigan from 2016 double overtime Ohio State Michigan football game that was great but oh man to watch that game again was just oh just so brutal all the way around and to have that coming on the heels of the Packers taking a quarterback with their first overall draft pick it was it's been a bad weekend for me as a Packer fan a bad bad week week weekend weekend.
0: There's never been a quarterback in the league that I hated more personality-wise and liked more as a player than Aaron Rodgers. He's absolutely one of the most unforgettable athletes that's ever lived because he's so unlikable. But when you watch him play, I don't know how you can watch him play and not love it.
1: See, I don't share. I mean, you can call me, you know, whatever, a blind fan or whatever. Maybe it's true. I, I don't dislike Aaron Rodgers the person.
0: I like him. You do? Yes, I do. You're totally into just the smug,
1: That's egomaniac. That's that's not how I cash any of
0: that stuff how out. How would you describe the way that he acts and carries himself?
1: The way I would describe him, who he is, is thoughtful. <laughs> not all that into all of the things that are going on on the outside. Okay. Pretty private, all things considered. And, yeah, I mean. You the have way- to
0: consider, you have to at least acknowledge that he has at least a form of irreverence or something, right? I For mean,
1: sure. I mean, he's he's definitely a, got a significant ego. Right? I'm not like, arguing that point, but I don't know. That screw that's the
0: that world; that it's uncommon. my world. I'm the only one that's living in it. That's no. just the impression I've always gotten from him since the very first time I ever heard him interviewed. He's not he a was solipsist the, yeah, like that,
1: but he's just he is he is. Uh, I think he's not interested. When you say the world, I don't think he's interested in the world beyond. His world. So I mean, not just about himself, but him, his team, what they're trying to do, the Green Bay Packers, whatever he and his personal life is, and all of that. And it truly doesn't care about "quote unquote" the fans or the people that want to to know him or whatever, and that kind of thing. And on, I mean, I think there's a level you can think about that is somewhat refreshing. I mean, there's there, there's a whole I, bunch I do, of people that only care about I, what other people uh, think about me.
0: I, I agree with that, and I agree that he is like that. I also just think that he hasn't a very abrasive way of being and if you really observe him when he's not does not have a football in his hand you can really you can really see it. I just don't I, I I don't know man like you the like the 2 second cutaway of
1: him on the sideline with a towel around his neck is not going to be the thing where I'm going to go. Well, yep, obviously. Even though, okay, is he out there like leading the charge and high fiving guys that are coming off the field? Absolutely not. It's not how he is. If you want him to be like, not you, but if 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 that's what is the best way to be a leader, he certainly isn't that. So I I grant all of that. And there's there are a couple of guys certainly that do not like Aaron Rodgers that played with Aaron Rodgers that were be- benefited by Aaron Rodgers. But there's a whole bunch of guys that have played with Aaron Rodgers that love Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was in Randall Cobb's wedding. You know what I mean? You don't do that without some form of relationship. It's not just in virtue of being the quarterback that you're, you know, they're staying with the guy on his big day.
0: I, I, I totally agree. And that's, I think that's a great segue into the segment All we're, right, let's do we're it. about to do because, because I think th- this is, this is a little bit too much of an esoteric point to start this with, but I do think that The NFL is the most mainstream of the pro sports because it's on network TV more than any of the other pro sports and almost exclusively on network TV. Monday Night Football is the only thing that's on cable television. The rest is on network TV for the world to see. I guess Thursday Night Football, you know, the NFL Network has some stuff. It's a little bit. It's not like it used to
1: be, too, though, where, like, cable was such a big deal. Absolutely. But you're right. No, no,
0: it absolutely is a big deal, though. I mean, that's why even something like The Last Dance has one-tenth of the ratings of I mean, there. I read an estimation, a media study the other day that still less than fifty percent of Americans have cable. And a lot of that includes cord cutting, certainly, so people having sling or dish or whatever. But still, they they still estimate about four out of ten Americans don't have any sort of premium channels like an ESPN. Okay, that's so that's forty percent of the country. That's significant. It is. So what I'm saying though is that because of that, the way that the commentary and the analysis that's not the ESPN because ESPN right. does go all the way in depth. NFL today, NFL tonight, you know, Monday Night Football, all this stuff. The the studio analysis that is of the NFL on Sunday mornings on Fox and CBS is very broad, thirty thousand foot level analysis, right. and that's why quarterbacks are so important because it's the easiest thing to sell yes. the general football watching public totally agree one thing that i have always found very frustrating though is the way that the mass that that the networks they try to simplify especially when it comes to quarterback the concept of leadership and the guys that have been deified for their abilities as great leaders deserve to be like that but i believe that there's a notion out there from a great deal of football fans that there's only really one way to lead Mm. as a quarterback and it's the The Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Peyton Manning, let's go get them, we're going to win one for the Gipper, encouraging everybody, we're fighting, we're fighting, we're making the big plays, but I think that it gets lost then sometimes how a lot of NFL locker rooms actually react better to other sorts of leadership. Mm -hmm. And so, first of all, I think what you're saying is right, Aaron Rodgers, I think Regardless of what you think, I think he's undeniably abrasive, and I think that a lot of people would say that he's he's a he's a little bit of an arrogant person because he's so smart. But I do think I don't think that means that he's disliked. I yeah. think that because Aaron Rodgers is the same all the time, I think that a lot of guys love it. I bet you Randall Cunning, or Randall Cobb thinks he's great. I, th- I bet you thinks he's hilarious. Yeah. I bet you thinks he's so funny how surly and you know kind of just. Nah, stay away from me, he is. I bet you a lot of people like it because he doesn't change. And so when then when we get into, I want to talk about Andy Dalton and Cam Newton. Yeah. And I think there's a couple different interesting discussions to have about these guys. But I've heard so much scuttle about Cam Newton aside from the injury. We know about the injury, right? But there's also these trains of thought that are circulating around the NFL. And a lot of times this is, you know, the Ian Rapp reports and Adam Sheffers of the world that are kind of, they're tweeting third source, you know, I've heard from guys that were in the Carolina locker room that Cam Newton's not that smart, that Cam Newton can't really decipher a scheme, that Cam Newton lives off of his talent more than anybody else in the league. I think the one thing that Cam Newton doesn't get credit for, though, is Cam Newton is not the same style of leader as a lot of those guys I just named. But as we talked about on the show yesterday, Cam Newton has this superhero persona that he's had since he was twenty. Mm-hmm. He has absolutely been the bright, shining star, the alpha dog of every team he's been on since he was since he first stepped foot on the Auburn campus. He was absolutely one of the most magnetic and transcendent stars in the NFL the day he walked into the league. And he remains like that. And I think part of that is because of the way that specific teams, I think, would and do really rally around Cam Newton. And that's why I think that sort of the narrative of he might might not be this elite guy to lead you, I don't believe in that. I think if they can figure out the physical stuff, I think he has a different non-mainstream style of leading, but that could be really, really good. The other point, though, because I want to have the debate over – Andy Dalton or Cam Newton, particularly when it comes to several different franchises, okay. right? But the Andy Dalton thing, I wanted. I, I watched this video of Andy Dalton throwing it in his yard, and he was just just throwing darts all over the place. And there's this narrative that Andy Dalton doesn't really have that good of an arm, which I think is twofold. One, it shows you how good all the guys really yeah, He's did. a professional
1: football uh, band, <laughs> quarterback, I mean, He's right. a nine-year starter right, right? 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 So, you know, he can throw
0: a football. Totally. But I also just wonder so much, Andy Dalton was the perfect employee for so long. He never complained about all the just straight. There's no weather, there's no franchise in all of pro sports that better describes the word mediocre than the Cincinnati Bengals. They've never, they haven't even been bad. They've been so mediocre that people don't even remember them. Because it would be better for them if they would have been bad any it's of these times. It's just unbelievable.
1: You make the playoffs every single year and are a goose egg. Goose in egg.
0: the wind, pro- 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 and, and when Navy you don't make pro- the playoffs, you're just eight and eight. Right. You can't even just muster a four and twelve <laughs> to get a good draft pick. You're just eight and eight. <laughs> right. But I just want Andy Dalton has never made a fuss about anything. He's just yes sir no sir. I'm gonna do my job, and he's made the playoffs more than most of the quarterbacks in his generation to no fanfare. Yeah. So I wonder. When he escapes from the cage, so to speak, that is the Cincinnati Bengals, does he have a chance to blossom? And then that leads me into then, when you talk about, there's only a few teams right now in the league that could even possibly need quarterbacks, and most of those situations would be one of these guys going there and maybe even playing behind somebody for a year. So then I just, I wonder, so first of all, broadly, before we get into the actual specific teams, what do you think of all of that that is said? And what do you think of just the dichotomy between Andy Dalton and Cam Newton and where they fit into the landscape of NFL quarterbacks right now?
1: Andy Dalton is better than what people give him credit for. That's my opinion. Uh, and, but that doesn't mean that he is a guy who's got the sort of uh, ability to, to get you home. Like he needs to. He, he he can do some things for you but he also needs to be carried he, he but he's a consummate team guy like you said and and feels like a company guy as far as it goes you know he's there doing everything that he needs to do tough showing up to work by the way who's been who's been more available to play you know than Andy Dalton i don't know what his injury history is in terms of missing games but it ain't that significant i mean he's out there all Andy the time Andy Dalton has
0: missed a total of 8 starts in his NFL career and that's that's
1: That's I mean, that's tremendous sixteen. 16, durability.
0: 16 starts per season for seven of his first eight seasons. Then in 2018, remember, he got hurt and right. he missed five games, and then he missed three games last year. Okay. That's it.
1: Um, so, you know, I, I, I really like Andy Dalton in, in so far as what the narrative is around him I think is false. What isn't false, though, is he's still not NFL-style good enough to be To be the guy where you go, hey, we are hanging it on you. Take us to the promised land. It ain't
0: happening. But that's the narrative that I wish would disappear because if that's the narrative that's going to be shoved down everybody's throats... Then there's only four quarterbacks in the league that can do well, it, and that's and that's exactly right. But it's he, not as if Andy Dalton's not good enough. It's that there's only a couple guys that are actually better than the rest of the group. And that's do you know why what I'm saying?
1: on this list of teams, if he went to New England, you give him a real shot to like all of yes. a sudden sit there and be a, a, a really proficient quarterback that has a defense that could go, you know, play with anybody. And you know, obviously, uh, always. The coaching needle always tilts towards New England whenever you know they're in a matchup. These other teams, though, the Steelers and the Lions, no. Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, they're th- those teams need whoever the next young franchise guy is going to be at some point in the next year or two to come in and start that thing. They don't need a 10-year veteran of the NFL yeah, I, to I, come in and be on those
0: teams. I, I put I put the, the Lions and the Steelers down for Cam Newton, not Andy Dalton, because mm. I agree. I, Andy Dalton is not going to go be yeah. the next guy. I do think, though, Cam Newton is dist- has a distinctly unique situation because, one, he just turned 30 last month, so he's not that old, but he's taken more hits than any quarterback in NFL history. I was mm. reading... Uh, an and an, an analysis of non sack hits taken by a quarterback he has 3 times as many non sack hits taken by a quarterback than any other quarterback in league history
1: well i mean that it makes sense it makes sense right Absolutely. i mean he,
0: he's the only quarterback that really truly runs designed quarterback and has, power and has done it for years. many years right. uh, but but the reason i mentioned that though is because he could go to a place like I, I think that the whole key for him i think if cam Newton just sat out for a whole year to get healthy, then he would be a coveted guy. I think that's the whole issue right now is his health. If he goes to a place like Detroit, or you go, uh, Detroit's actually probably not that great of an option, because Matt Stafford's not that old. But, the Steelers, if he goes, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, it's, it's not going to get better before it gets worse. It's it's on the way. So, I don't know, I just wonder, I just think that he would fit the identity of the Steelers too, though, and you just wonder what like a guy like Mike Tomlin could get out of camp. Well,
1: and the thing that I, I continue to stand on the table about, and, you know, I'm I'm more than happy for coach Marty Morningway to come in here and tell me that I am a complete idiot and he's probably going to be right about this. And I'm not saying he's the one I'm just saying, somebody who knows what's actually going on, not me, but I don't understand still other than ego or guys not wanting to do it. Why you don't bring a guy like Cam Newton into Detroit and go, Hey, guess what? Matt Stafford, you're our quarterback, but we got a package that is situational for Cam yeah, yeah. Where yeah, yeah. We love whether yeah, yeah. it's like a goal line thing right. or whether it's like, you know, just a change up, like give a different look. This whole deal, of like you got to have the quarterback and he's got to have the rhythm. And I mean, I'm not saying the rhythm isn't real, but I am saying it. I don't understand why you wouldn't bring in a guy to play and have stuff set for him. And we're seeing some of that. We've seen it in the past a little bit. I mean, even Tim Tebow, when he wasn't a starter, sure, had stuff sure, for him. Sure. And, and uh, certainly Taysom Hill, another guy we talked yep. about, has that kind of thing. But... It it feels to me like you could have Cam Newton who's a legit quarterback. He can throw the football too. Right. Also be like okay, a backup. You want to call him that that's fine, but a backup that's used every single week, week in and week out, spells Matt Stafford, whatever it is, no and gives his time
0: and I think gives defenses fits. And that's why I think that Jalen Hurts was the best draft pick of the entire draft as a quarterback because not of what his upside is or what he could be or being the future of your franchise, but I've long said this on this show, and you know this, that Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than either Nick Foles or Jalen Hurts. But in Doug Peterson's offense with the strong, not just RPO, not just run-pass option, but where you use the zone read to then set up the RPO, Mm -hmm. that's why Nick Foles got so hot. Because he could every once in a while pull that thing and run it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden when he drops it in the bucket over the top, Deshaun Jackson has the extra step that he needs, and it's a touchdown. It's the same thing with Jalen Hurts, but that's why I think that Hurts is such an outstanding pick for Philadelphia because Peterson has already said up front he is going to play a right. lot and then when you have him then you don't have to run any of that zone read stuff with Wentz who's been hurt mm-hmm. but Jalen Hurts even him running it still gives Wentz that extra just half a step when you run all those RPO options totally
1: and and I think there's it's too telling to the one is on a 290 ESPN radio there's a handful of quarterbacks who who this what I'm saying right now would be idiotic to do because they're just so good you, they just play they just play football, but even the great and mighty Drew Brees, who is still all day long, you know, a, a Pro Bowl caliber, if not All Pro quarterback, is is taking a seat, you know, for a player to right, right, right. to do a different thing. And I don't see why that's a problem. It's working out for New Orleans and Matt Stafford. He's a a, a very good quarterback who isn't good enough to warrant saying no. He will never ever ever leave the field for an, under any circumstances, right. especially if you have a guy like Cam Newton. When
0: well, and when I say that. I want the notion of this guy's not good enough for lose the Super Bowl to disappear. I also want the notion that if you got more than one quarterback, you don't have any quarterbacks. Right. I don't think that's. I think that is true. If you're trying to just rotate guys to see who's hot and play the hot hand, like a lot of college court. Co- terrible, do, terrible. That's stupid. Yes, yeah, so. but when you do, hey, this is our guy. When we're in these situations and we're going to throw the ball, or when it's you know, and then it's not as if Drew Brees is worried about Taysom Hill taking his job. He's like, oh, it's your package. Go, let's go. It's
1: it's different when something has been prepared all week and implemented, and now right. this is what we're doing.
0: It's the look and, over and, the shoulder thing that you got to get rid of. That's but right. this isn't that situation. The two quarterback thing is
1: somebody's being benched every five minutes is essentially what that is. And yes, that has proven to me to be just just horrendous, but it doesn't have to be billed or built that way, it seems like uh to me. Do you want to talk about a couple of these guys who are non-quarterbacks that still are looking for a place to go? Jason Peters, Davion Clowney, Everson Griffin, Mike Daniels, Eric Reed all remaining unsigned. I, I think it's not surprising per se that they're they're unsigned insofar as I mean the draft just ended well, I mean, you know, five days ago. And so I think a lot of teams about a week two weeks before the draft they just kind of hit the pause button on free agents see how the draft sets up and then decide what they want to do but a lot of these guys are I mean you know we Jason Peters is not not playing football this year Jadavion Clowney is not not going to be on a team it seems like to me but some of these veteran guys who are again the, the question that every GM is asked is the productivity up to the value of cost I mean there's Maybe I am making this number up, but what, half the teams in the NFL literally can't sign any one right. of these guys totally. because of the cost associated totally. with it unless they were willing to do, you totally. know, a veteran's minimum, which why would Jason Peters be doing a veteran's minimum? He's a all pro, you know. He's uh, a Hall of Famer, right? Oh, I mean, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I mean he's, I he's mean, of
0: the of the last ten years, he's the probably the best any, tackle You know, the league, I'm right? not gonna
1: sit here and assess, you know, what is he compared to his prime or his peak or whatever. He's certainly on the downside of it, but Uh, you know, so it's, it's all about fit and finding a place to go. I got no idea what teams have the cap space or the need, but I am going to tell you that these are really good players still that are, that are going to land somewhere.
0: All, all signs indicate that Peters is going to sign with the chargers. That's a great fit. They need him. I think that that would be really good for, to have a veteran guy like him to mentor uh, actually a group of young quarterbacks that like the chargers have. Yeah. Mike Daniels, I think he's probably past his prime, but but we'll see. He could be a veteran guy. That, yeah. He actually is a guy that might sign for the league minimum. Sure. There's all the political stuff around Eric Reed. We won't get into that. I think Everson Griffin and Jadavion Clowney are two such interesting examples, though, because Clowney has the questions about his health, but there's also still the lingering questions about his potential because he still hasn't found it yet. Can he? If he does, what's he worth? Mm-hmm. He knows that he might be able to, so he's going to overvalue himself, but then he may, he might not get paid because teams are scared to take the risk to buy a potential guy when you've been hurt like he has. That's what makes him so unique. Everson Griffin, Everson Griffin is one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. He is absolutely one of the best strong ends in the league. I feel so bad for Everson Griffin because – There's really not a situation you're going to get into where you can be more isolated and out of the spotlight and out of the limelight and out of controversy than than what you had in Minnesota. And the guy, it's not just hyperbole to say, he's crazy. I mean, he has very long-term diagnosed mental illness. And I just wonder, first of all, I think so many teams are going to not really want to take a risk, even though a lot of the stuff's out of his control. But two, then I just – if he got into the wrong market or something and he he gets into the – I mean, imagine if what happened in Minnesota last year where he left the team for five weeks and was just out and he had to go to a – Inpatient hospital and get a mental evaluation. I mean, you feel horrible for the guy because it's obviously completely out of his control. But imagine if that happened when he's playing in a media media market like New York City. Mm-hmm. It would be exploited to the max. And that's what I, I feel terrible for the guy because I do think he's a ferocious player. Yeah. And I, 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 I wish the Vikings would have kept him, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what happens next for him. Yeah, I mean, that's that that is a story or that's a player right there that the
1: the playing and even the dollars is not the issue with and and so you sit there and you say well it's up to teams to evaluate this guy see if they believe that they can put him in a place that he can first and foremost be well and then be successful as a player Jadavian Clowney, here's where he gets his what's his great superpower getting after the quarterback right and that is the name of the game right now you know that's that's it that's what you do so he he is just he's going to get paid he's going to get paid a lot the question is will he be paid a lot for a long time or a little bit of time and my guess is any contractual uh uh you know stalemates are going to be more about duration than dollars that would be my bet on that but he is going to be somewhere and uh you know Somewhere soon. It's two tell new two one oh two nine ESPN radio. How about how about we have a little bit of fun on a Friday afternoon? Our dear friend Carolyn swings in. She's the chick who doesn't know sports. She's gonna tell us about sports. Yes, it's very ironic. Next.
3: At Blackfoot, we're experts at keeping customers and communities connected online. In fact, we executed our own business continuity plan, quickly mobilizing to keep our communities online with the service and experience they need. You need to stay connected, too, and we can help. From home internet to remote workforce deployments, contact Blackfoot to learn how we can help you stay connected today and in the future. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash remote workforce to learn more.
0: Take a little walk the edge of town and go across the
3: Despite the economic
1: impact, we wanna be happy, do we not?
0: Indeed. So that's so why we kept that in the sports center alone. Striking, startling numbers. Um, but as we'll continue to talk about, I'm sure. People that know know, but I think that people that maybe don't follow sports as much don't realize the impact that no sports thing is going to have on all of us. So we'll keep you up to date. But in the meantime, let's have fun and laugh.
1: There is going to be a uh, NASCAR race, by the way, two weeks. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it is Friday. It is Two Tell and Nuanas at tell on Twitter at 1029ESPN and Ask Island Sports MT as well. Our dear friend Carolyn, she joined us once again via Zoom earlier today to uh you know well be who she is that's the chick who doesn't know sports she uh tries to raise the level of here around here if not in the sports knowledge department at least emotionally i think she's done it once again enjoy our friday staple with carolyn Well, boys and girls it is friday and that means we're gonna have a little bit of fun try to do this each and every week carolyn the chick who doesn't know sports is here with us presented by the iron grizz carolyn hi happy friday to you how are you
2: i am great i am ready for the weekend
1: now uh yeah i know you it's exhausting uh <laughs> that, that what you've been doing you look like you've been working very very hard
2: yeah uh, uh, several several hours a day at least yeah <laughs>
1: so um Last week, uh, you spent quite a bit of time talking to us about the uh, Chicago Bulls and the last dance yeah. and clubbing with Shaq and so on. Uh-huh. Uh, what do we have this week? What's going on?
2: Well, since you brought up the last dance, I will just say a little bit of news that I just heard uh, was is that Magic Johnson is next for the docuseries. So he will be having one coming out. At, I'm not sure when, but it sounds like he's putting it on. Oh, wait, oh, wait are, you,
0: are you saying a completely different Yeah. A different deal separate from okay. The Last Dance? That yeah, this is yes. not a Magic Johnson episode within The Last Dance. No. Just, oh, wow, okay. No,
2: no, no. He's going to have his own series about his basketball, his personal life, and then how he became a thriving businessman with the Magic well, Johnson. i what, theater.
1: Magic has a story, that is to be sure. And yeah. the uh, the thing that's crazy about all this is for all of the – Mostly ups and a couple downs that Magic Johnson's life has had. This whole COVID 19 thing has completely covered up the fact that he quit as the president of basketball operations on a uh, no, no, you know, heads up or anything. Just one day decided, yep, I'm done here. Thanks. And then all of a sudden the season doesn't even end. So everything works out for Magic.
2: You know what? His name is Magic for a reason.
1: I guess so. All right, well, that's a good piece of news, Carolyn. We will look forward to the Magic uh, Johnson docu-series, whatever that may be. Uh, What else you got?
2: Well, um, so Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari announced their divorce on Sunday or Monday. Um, They were quarantined in the Bahamas for three weeks, and apparently that was just too much to take, and uh, they're done. Rumors have been plaguing him for years that he is not a faithful man, but... He's also from what I've read and heard a real jerk. So, I was doing some research cuz I always knew he was kind of the most hated quarterback in the Bears, but I didn't really know why. And it doesn't sound like he was horrible, but he was just kind of rude, is that the deal or what? Tell me tell me the scoop.
1: Well, on a football side of things, in addition to being completely terrible, <laughs> Uh, and never fulfilling your potential. He also, I don't think it was that he is a big jerk. He just wasn't, he just felt so disinterested, though it's almost worse. Like if you, like at least be an antagonizer, but just being indifferent, like it felt like Jay Cutler was for all those years, is just like, well, if this dude doesn't care and he's going to throw the football regularly to the other team, then what are we doing here?
2: (laughs) Did you know he made over $100 million playing football though?
1: Yes, I did
0: know that.
2: That's
0: insane. Yeah, he's like the definition of smug. Yeah. Like the Jay Cutler with the cigarette memes, like those are just so spot on. (laughs) They are. He is like, the fact that he went to Vanderbilt and he is your prototypical southern frat boy, and then he just basically said, I'm too cool for school, pretty impressive. I
2: wouldn't call that impressive. Well, it's
0: impressive his just level of, of, like Ryan was saying, just his level of, non-interest in uh, what is the most highly competitive sports league on the planet. is It's it's one of a kind. There really hasn't ever been someone like him. The thing that makes him so hated is it's because he has more natural ability than almost anybody. He has one of the greatest arms in NFL history. He just couldn't use it properly whatsoever because he just sucks.
2: (laughs) But what I read was he had pretty good stats and he had like the most – Something, I don't know, out of anyone.
1: (laughs) I mean, he played for a long time, and he's got some years. Thank you for your NFL insight, Carolyn.
0: Let's be clear. He had pretty good stats for a Bears quarterback because the Bears have only ever had one good quarterback. Who was that, Carolyn? Yes.
2: Man, that's right. That's right. Well, um, I hope they can resolve this for their children's sake. And uh, there you go.
1: What else you got, Carolyn?
2: Okay, the NBA – is looking to continue their season and not cancel it, and play at Disney World.
1: Disney World, where there's yeah. no people.
2: Where there's no people, but there's hotels and there's ba- apparently there's basketball courts there. I had no idea. So they're going to. Where try- are you
1: getting the word Disney World information? Which which website have you have you gone to for that?
2: I mean, this is really I really shouldn't reveal my sources, but um, it is. It's a uh, the. TMZ Sports is what it is. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> I thought they were trying to play in Vegas or maybe on an aircraft carrier.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of that's, offerings. Disney World makes sense, though. You can house them. everybody.
2: Well, Disney World has all the hotels and, you know, space so they can play. And, and they all, they also have TV set up so they can do TV, play broadcast, I guess. I don't know. So...
1: I love this idea. I love it. You can get all 30 teams. Everybody gets a hotel or, a, you know, their own floor or whatever. You got however many courts you need to have, and it's just a giant fanless tournament with, uh, you know, essential personnel and uh, and and uh, 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 Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. Like, it's going to be great. I love this. Let's go. Let's start right now.
2: All right. We'll do it. Jeez. Um, So I was kind of annoyed at first because we just canceled our Disney trip and it hurt even just to see the word Disney, but now I'm kind of excited. I think this would be a great way to get them them playing again, get it on TV, bring, you know.
1: Can I just clarify something there? Um, As a parent, you know, we do things for our children because we want them to be happy and everything like that, but if I had a Disney trip that was planned and then canceled beyond my control, I would be so thrilled that this wasn't happening now and I didn't have to deal with all of this, but you seem genuinely distraught. Like perhaps you were the one who really wanted the Disney thing and your boys, maybe they, that's just, they're coming along with you.
2: Well, have you not ever had a dole whip? I mean, if you, if you have not had one, you would understand why I'm so upset.
0: What, what is this thing you're talking about?
2: A dole whip. It's a food item. It's the best thing ever, and you can only get it at Disney. And you can try and replicate it. I've tried, and I can't. And it's it's just amazing. So, yeah, I am bummed. Okay? Busted. Well,
0: considering I haven't worked out in two months and uh, done nothing but eat, I can't commiserate with you fantasizing about food because I just uh, that's all I've been doing is eating.
2: Well, you haven't had a Dole Whip.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not a sweet tooth guy, but maybe. I'll, I'll look it up. How do you spell that? Like it's a Dole Whip?
2: Yeah, like D-O-L-E, like dole like uh, pineapple.
0: Dole whip. Oh, okay. This is the Canadian accent coming out.
2: <laughs> D- did I say
0: You A? said dole, like D-U-L-L.
2: Um, dole whip. They're the best things you'll ever have. Um, okay, moving on. Who is this Adam, I can't even pronounce his last name, the 47-year-old football player?
0: Adam Vinatieri. What the hell? Well, he's a kicker, so I wouldn't actually say he's a football oh, player. He just okay. happens to be in the NFL. Well, he's you, old. Were you?
1: Uh, was this only about his age? Is that the only thing that this was about? There's not another thing there?
2: Well, he wants to play next year, but he something happened. He doesn't know if he can. I don't know. I was just curious. He's 47. That's old.
1: Carolyn, this has been absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so much. Once again, every Friday. Brought to us by our friends at the Iron Grizz. It's the chick who doesn't know sports, and I've never found a segment that was more aptly named than this one. We appreciate (laughs) your time.
2: Have a great weekend.
1: Oh, we will have such a great weekend. Carolyn, always uh, just a fountain of information and help. I mean, if only people could listen to the uncut version. Yeah, well, they can't. Uh, It is time, uh, happy about this, to talk a little bit about Our mattress firm, we've been doing the student of the week all year long. We are now May 1st. We're starting the vote for the student of the year. They're going to get a $3,000 scholarship from Mattress Firm. We're going to talk with Daryl Newton about all of this right right after this.
3: At Blackfoot, we're experts at keeping customers and communities connected online. In fact, we executed our own business continuity plan, quickly mobilizing to keep our communities online with the service and experience they need. You need to stay connected too, and we can help. From home internet to remote workforce deployments, contact Blackfoot to learn how we can help you stay connected today and in the future. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash remote workforce to learn more. The sun feels like yellow.
2: eyes is so
1: yellow. Welcome back to Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Happy to be with all of you on a Friday afternoon. We're working on tracking down. Daryl Newton talked to us about the Natural Serum Student of the Year, which we'll get into here in just a moment. Is this a Coldplay cover, or they just it just happens to have the word yellow in it a couple of times as well?
0: I don't know. I'm nauseous.
1: Okay. Okay. It's just, I, I just couldn't tell. I mean, it's the only song I know of that has yellow in it, and now here's another one. Uh, boys and girls, it is to tell Nwana's. Happy Friday for you. Hope you're having a great day. We certainly are having a great day. And we're happy now to go to the Range Brothers RV phone line. And welcome in from Mattress Firm, Daryl Newton, joining us to talk about the Mattress Firm Students of the Weeks who are now up for voting for Student of the Year. Daryl on the line with us. Daryl, how are you, man? Thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it
4: hey thanks for having
1: me guys yeah absolutely and and Daryl matches firm has been doing this now for several years in uh, in the state of Montana is highlighting a student of the week each week uh, it was it actually was a student athlete of the week and then it got expanded even further to kids who were you know in their in various clubs and doing other things that are not strictly speaking athletics but are still sort of leaders in their communities and their schools and their homes and doing great things what where did this all get started for you?
4: Uh, actually, it's funny. It's it, it all got started at a at a dinner table when, um, you know, at the end of the day, you look at your kids and you go, "Wow, um, you don't know what you have." And you, and and so at the end of the day, um, we were talking about a, a friend of one of my sons and all the things that he were doing, and I thought to myself, "Why aren't you doing that? Like this is this is great." And and at the end of the day. <clears throat> Here's what in in the mattress firm, what we want to do is we want to try to um, we want to try to change the conversation. not just you know we do things out in the community and things like that, but we don't want to, that that's what we do, and that's what everybody should do. In this, we want to change the conversation with um, with our kids and and show them and Montana is by far my favorite state. I've found two people in four years that actually don't want to be there. <laughs> and I've met a lot of people. That's so, pretty low. Well, that's pretty good know.
1: average, all things considered.
4: <laughs> so at the end of the day, we did start it. Uh, we started, this was our, we're fin- finishing our fourth year. Uh, we started with athletes. And and <clears throat> one morning, I walked out about six o'clock in the morning. And we're, I don't live far from high school. And I heard the band playing. And just so happened that evening, about seven o'clock at night, I walked back out and the band playing. And I thought to myself, and the band play. They they put a lot more hours than than the football team and the baseball team. And uh, not knocking them, I was a football player and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, what we really want is we want people that that invest in our community, and uh, you know, just like your neighbors. You know, you don't you want them to invest in the community. And these kids over the last four years have been unbelievable in some of the stories that that have come out and and um, and what they're doing. Not only to help people in need, um, help their their teammates, getting them involved, and so when we changed it over, it was it was awesome because the the number of kids that are doing things in their community for their community, I just I didn't realize that many kids uh, cared, and it, it it's good to see. Um, and at the end of the day, it's work hard, compete, and be a giver. And if we all do that, it'll be a better place to live.
0: Is there any of the stories that have really stood out to you or, or, or all of them just make you proud?
4: So, you know, we I, I talked to you on last Friday kind of setting up the schedule and you asked me that. And um, honestly, it, it is, there is, they make you laugh, they make you cry, they make the hair stand up on. And I don't know that I don't know that one stands out more than the others. I think um, what kids are doing and, and how what's interesting is seeing how these kids are going and growing in what they're doing. When you find somebody that, you know, we had a girl that was, you know, did a make a wish. And then, then all of a sudden that grew into, uh, you know, an ongoing make a wish because she went out and found somebody else. Um you know, there's, there's, you know, um, I don't know, there, there's so many that I, I, I don't, I kind of love them all, and if I if I let you know which ones, I don't really know, honestly. That's right, don't buy
1: us I want to have a favorite, Darryl. but I don't. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, I love it. Well, last year, the uh, the student of the year, Faith Edmister, we had her in studio after she won, and it was, it was a cool deal. She was a dancer from Great Falls and also top-notch student and was involved in all sorts of different things in her community uh, in Great Falls High. But then it was fun this year because she actually made the University of Montana dance team, which is highly competitive, to make the the true varsity that, is, that gets to perform at basketball games and stuff as a true freshman. I mean, it's like playing as a true freshman in football or basketball, right? I mean, it's it's competitive to do it. Yeah. And she was right there on the front line. So, you know, have, watching now these kids go on and, and uh, have the success that they do and, and thrive like Faith is striving, that must make you really proud.
4: It is. And Faith actually, you know, all that hard work, you know, as a freshman – making the team she also uh she made time for us to to and she did a phenomenal job in telling the community you know what it's really about and what it did for her and and we really appreciate her and what she's you know um done out there and and telling about this because at the end of the day if we can get a few kids go hey you know what, i need to get out there and do something for my community this whole thing works
1: well, this is a very cool time right now, too. Here we are now; it's uh, the the calendar has turned. It's the first of May, and we're at the end of the school year. And obviously, it's been a very atypical school year as far as it goes, but. Uh, we are going to start the voting. In fact, it is o- open as of right now to go to mattressfirmmt.com, and you can vote for your favorite student uh, of the week. They're all listed there. You can see the stories again, revisit those. I know some of them that happened back in September, October. Maybe you got to refresh your memory a little bit. You can do that, and then uh, you know, share it with your friends, family, and the winner uh, is going to get once again a three thousand dollars scholarship, uh, courtesy of Mattress Firm, which is very cool to be able to do. But the other thing, Darrell, I know that this is something important that you wanted to highlight. The the submissions in terms of you know having people uh you know send in the, the students that are still doing great things in their in their homes or schools or communities and so forth that's not closing it's just open it's going to be open all the time all through summer and we'll go right back into it uh next fall again right with uh, with students of the week but you can always submit a kid that you care about
4: that, that is true and, and you know if you know a junior or senior out there or going to be a junior or senior. Um, you know, go on, nominate anytime, Um, you know, and even you could go by and and see David and Jim at the store and they'll help you. You know, sometimes people don't remember it, stop by. Um, uh, They're excited about this and the voting and and can show you all that. And um, when you're voting, just remember that they're all on there. You just, you find the one you want, click select, go down to the bottom, finish the submission, super easy, um, our team, Chris, has done a great job on trying to make that as easy as possible. We also, you know, Facebook. Um, now we've just got Instagram. You can go see all the videos on Montana Mattress Firm on Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. So mattressfirmmt.com for the, for the website. But like you said the Montana mattress firm Facebook page and Instagram as well. So you can go check all of that out uh, anytime. It's a very cool thing. We'll be excited to see who wins this competition. It'll go through the month of may here and, uh, and wrap up towards the end. And then, uh, and we'll have our, the student of the year, we'll have them back on this show uh, and congratulate them. And, and, uh, and the the cash prize that's coming with this thing as well, which is very cool. Daryl appreciate the time very much It's always been another great year.
4: Hey, I really appreciate what you guys have done and, and, and participating with us and and getting these kids to, to get on the radio and and tell their story. Um, You guys have been great. And uh, you guys, Montana be out there, be safe. And um, thanks for having me.
1: You got it. Thank you. Daryl Newton or mattress firm talking about the student of the year again. The voting open now, so uh, go vote. Find the kids that you uh, the, that you like, the stories that stirred you, maybe maybe kids that you know, and uh, and share that. And that's a a very cool deal, certainly. Hour number one in the books. Hour two straight ahead. I got to talk the NBA all by myself. Stand up on my soapbox. Give all the people all the truth. And Coulter is furious. No, he's not mad, but he gets he's got to get his too. That's so right. we do some NBA next.